It's episode 13 of Life's a Garden. Welcome back to Life's a Garden. Today's guest is the drummer of our band, Cutthroat, uh, but he is a multi-talented musician and has performed in multiple local bands. Uh, welcome to the show, Lucas Speed. Hello. <laughs> What's up? Not much, man. How you been? I'm good. I mean, what was the last time we saw Tuesday? Tuesday, <laughs> practice. Yep. yep. Yeah, let's start off with that. Uh, big news. I had Justin break the last one. So, next show is? So, September 11th at Craft Local. We'll be playing. Uh, here there's an acoustic opener. I don't know. I think it might just be us. It might just be us now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it says 8 o'clock on the thing now. It doesn't say ten. 6. Well, and honestly, if they had the acoustic opener at 8, kind of help help us out with a little bit of the time issue we were That's worried true. about. So, I guess we'll so, wait and see. Yeah. I feel like they would have put them on the, on the thing, though, right? It, yeah, on in the, the description, I noticed that too because mm-hmm. there wasn't. Uh, it just mentioned that we were playing, so um, I don't know if that's something that Aaron would know. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll find yeah. out. It says eight on the on the event, though, and yep. it does say all ages. That's so, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I so. was asked that. It says family friendly on there. Bring your kids. They have root beer. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. So, and they have galleys beer oh yeah yeah dude they got yeah. they got all kinds of beers um i just i know microbrew root beer is just delicious mm-hmm. i've always i remember yellowstone valley had some and it was so good it might even be yellowstone valley but they're not yellowstone valley anymore are they oh uh, no they're uh what are they now they're the garage well what used to be the garage it's well that place is now um I was just looking at an uh, Adam Rudd invited me to an event there. Mm-hmm. They have a nice stage, um, and I haven't been to it since it's been remodeled. Yeah, I had only been there just a couple weeks ago for That's the first not time. Thirsty Street. Yeah, yeah. It is oh, it street. is. Yeah. Okay. Because they have two locations now, and the garage is one of them. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Then I think this one is at the garage. And you've been to the old one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they the stage is much bigger, and it's like kind of in the corner now because it used to be just right up against the wall, like with those rafters above it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like that whole corner, and it's a big stage. Oh, wow. But there's not like a lot of room in the... I I wouldn't say a lot of room. I just can't imagine like a show there. I imagine like an acoustic show or something like that, but... Something smaller. Yeah. Yeah, folk stuff. I guess there's a lot of what it brings in anyway. Right. Uh, I've only played it once. Really? um, And that was back on the old stage, and you had this teeny little room off to the side of the stage which might still be there mm. and uh basically everybody crammed their equipment in there and then we got it pulled out but having one band on the uh stage at a time helped because it was uh what do you mean the width wasn't really a lot but it went back like you had the whole floor of the room back to the wall so Gotcha. Um, it was a neat place to play. We, it, our style just really wasn't... <laughs> we were the odd ones that day. For sure. So I think that was Idiot Kid Arsenal, honestly. So Yeah. The um, Did you see the photo they chose for our event? 
Uh, yeah, the selfie in yeah. the front yard or whatever. <laughs> Every other event I see, it's like really nice professional pictures of whoever the act is. Yeah, it's like we have some pretty nice photos. Like we, we do, but they chose the <laughs> random selfie that we took. Well, and we had the photos taken. We had that photo shoot, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I almost asked you about that, but I saw that it was hosted by Craft Local. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so they did make the event. That's yeah, and it good. was it was funny because I was just about to make the event, <laughs> and then I saw it popped up. Like I just went on my Facebook, and it was the first thing I saw. And I was like, good timing. Yeah, yeah, and that'll be a first for me. I haven't played there. I've seen people play there, mm-hmm. but um, I've only been there once. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been to a couple shows there, um, but that was back before the pandemic. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm glad they put hard rock and metal on there too, so people know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, yeah. But I think the majority of the people that show up are going to be there for us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a couple walk-ins or a few people that just come in just to check it out, I think they're going to be the minority to the people that we've invited. So, because mm-hmm. the invite list looks pretty promising. Yeah, it does. It does. So ho- hopefully there will be a good turnout. I did. Um, I don't know if you know this or not. I didn't really read the event like in detail. Mm-hmm. I just saw it was there. Right. Um, uh, are they still? Do we know if they're still doing the whole mask thing? I don't think you have. I mean, maybe to walk in, but maybe I, to walk. The in. last time I was there, <clears throat> nobody was wearing them while they were sitting. So because I remember there was a show I wanted to go to, um, and. I ended up not being able to go, but it was like they were so like, you have to wear a mask and like be like you couldn't even leave your table. Hmm. I think that's changed, but it was like super strict guidelines. I was like, gosh, I hope people can like. I would say bring one just in yeah. case. Yeah, have but, it handy. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I feel like most people do anyway, but I guess for those who don't, yeah, which I'm just as guilty. Every time I go in somewhere, I have to oh go back to my car, grab my mask. Yeah, because yep. I always I still forget. I forget all the time, and I and I, I, at least the good thing we have it in our car. Yeah, yeah. Because I never the only time I have one on me is at work because I have to wear it up front, mm-hmm. and so every time I'm walking around, I at least have one in my pocket for work, but not when I'm in public. Yeah, yeah. So I just have one in my car. Um, oh, speaking of which, you and I share something in common now. <laughs> we do. We both have new vehicles. Yep. Uh, how do you like your Hummer? I'm loving it. Yeah. I, I really am. I wanted, uh, like, I love my van. Don't get me wrong. I don't know how long I'm going to have it. I mm-hmm. think that'll be, a van will be something when I'm older, I'll, like, get the upgrade, you know, sure. when I can afford it then or whatever. But I need something that can tow. And, you know, whether it's a trailer of equipment, like, obviously I want to get a boat at some point in mm-hmm. my life. Like, I'm just to the point where, like, I want to do these other recreational things, and I just don't have the means to do it. Sure, you know, and you get into renting stuff; it's like it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. You might as well just buy. And I was actually my favorite car I've ever owned was a Trailblazer. It was like a 2007 Trailblazer. I took that through the deepest snow and the worst roads, and it was perfect. Yeah, I loved that car. I hated having to get rid of it. And uh, I was looking for something like that, but then I saw that Hummer, and I was just walking by it because they had a Trailblazer on their lot. I walked by it, and I was like, that is a beefy car. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
I'll just test drive that one real quick. I want to see. I like. I gotta know now. And uh, I took it up around the, uh, just a circle around the city. You know, from Broadwater up to Thirty Second, and circled back around. And uh, took me about four weeks to decide and get it to the price point I wanted it at. Mm-hmm. But once we were there, I was like, dude, I'm coming over after work. Like, <laughs> Oh, dude. I want this car. And I've, I've never really been a huge Hummer fan. Yours, I hated them when right. they came out. Well, yours, though, I, I am absolutely shocked. How old is it? What's the age? Uh, uh, it's 05. 05? Yeah. I cannot believe that. Right? Because yeah. it looks mint. If you if you would ask me, I would have said that's a 2019. They took... It got real good... I just stepped up on my words. Whoever had it before me took real good care of it. Clearly, is what I yeah. was trying to say. Yeah, no, it's it's in immaculate shape. Like the body, there's very few scratches. Like I didn't even notice any scratches. Mm-mm. No dings, no nothing. Like you said, the one thing on the top was, was that of, bar. But that's an easy fix. It was cracked, and I think it was like a hundred bucks for a new one. Yeah, or for a new pair. Right. So and so that was about it. And the interior is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean. I can't believe for that age on that vehicle. I cannot believe how like gorgeous it looks. What's the mileage on it? Uh, one sixty three. Okay. So I mean, see, and it, so it's been run, and it's well, still. People I talk to, they're like, it's just broken in now. Right. Like, but just the fact that it's still looks <laughs> that good for that many miles. Yeah. Somebody yeah. clearly took good care of it, mm-hmm. and which is a good sign because that means they maintenanced it. And well, if you keep up on them, they're good. I mean, from what I've been reading, because I didn't know much about Hummers, mm-hmm. um, but you keep up on them and you know do repairs whenever they come around, you'll get a good you know three four hundred thousand miles out of that thing, right? Like easy, and that's just you know probably the lower end of the spectrum. And I, you know, you get into something. I don't know if you do the same thing, but I go down like the YouTube rabbit hole and like want to know everything about it. Sure. And uh, it that just like there are the people that complain, but you realize they're not the people for that kind of car. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, like you're not using it for what it's meant for. Okay. Um, like they want a city driver and they complain about gas. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. of course, not a Hummer. <laughs> if, yeah, if you're just driving around, and any vehicle in town is always you're going to get worse gas mileage in town yeah. than on highway. But those every all the good reviews, which I think outweighed the bad, really kind of hooked me into it. I was like, okay, that's a good, dependable car that'll last me a good long while. That I can also you know use for so many other things. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was sold on it. It looks like a tank too. Like and it I feels love like one. I love the color. Me too. Like beautiful color. They call it a blue, but it looks like a. I like a dark teal. Yeah. Like I see the green in it, but mm-hmm. there's like no, it's blue. I'm like, mm, well. I I've always liked vehicles with like those exotic kind of colors, not just like a plain blue or red. Mm-hmm. But, and for and it's not dark enough to where, you know, it's going to show a lot of scratches and stuff. Right. I have an eye for that now. I never used to. <laughs> I'll never ever ever own a black vehicle. Oh, I'm sure working in the yeah the detail or mm-hmm. right yeah. New vehicles, black. I mean, we'll, we will be as careful as possible. We'll use the finest like cleaning stuff, and we'll air dry it. And somehow, some way, there's always scratches. Uh, like it's impossible. And we've had customers that'll complain, like, "Oh, can we get these scratches out?" And I'm in my head, I'm like, "Welcome to the world of owning a black vehicle." 
Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to complain about it now? <laughs> Just wait. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, they sh- it shows everything. Dirt, dust, scratches. I mean, from in my opinion, white, silver... And just lighter toned, like, blues and reds and stuff like that mm-hmm. are the way to go. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, with yours is is perfect. And I ended up getting a silver truck. Yeah. So, I'll show you the truck when we're done here, but... That's cool. I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, was totally a last... Like, didn't expect to do it. You know, I, I've been thinking about it, obviously. It was funny, too, because last practice, <laughs> we were talking about your rig and mm-hmm. saying how, oh, that's the new tour of us, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I'm going to be hopefully getting a Tacoma soon, so we'll have another rig to, you know, haul stuff around in. Right. Next day, <laughs> got that thing. And I had no intention of doing it. Yeah. I was yeah. planning on doing it next month, because I figured that'd give me another month to save up and whatever. But that one came through the shop, and I started looking at it, and I'm just like, man, I have to have this one. It's just, mm-hmm. it had all the bells and whistles I wanted, uh, just like the exterior details to it, mm-hmm. it's too hard to pass up. So what? So what year was is that one? It's a twenty twenty. Wow! Yeah, Gosh, stepping on up. Yeah, I mean it's wow. only it's only a lease, so I'm I'm okay. And after the lease, I'll decide if I want to. I most likely will keep it. Yeah, and just refinance it and buy it out. I've heard now. I'm not. I have no idea about cars. I have no idea about financing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've been told by a lot of people that when you go to refinance after a lease, the interest rate is basically nothing. You just oh. go through, like, if I go through my bank, mm-hmm. and since I have credit with them anyway, I could basically get, like, almost a zero interest rate on it. And I'm well, not... Sh- yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to sound like an idiot for people who know what they're talking about, you know, <laughs> yeah. who understand. All you loan officers out there. Yeah, yeah. It's... But, I mean, if that's the case, then we'll see. It would have been about $100 more if I would have went the route of, like, the purchase route. Yeah. And the thing I'm kind of hesitant on is with the Tacomas, their value doesn't depreciate very much. So, by the end of the lease, if I'm... See, and here's another thing. I don't really know the details of leasing. Because mm-hmm. I know by the end of the lease, you can just give it back to the dealership, and then they'll sell it. Mm-hmm. Or you can refinance and buy it. Yeah. But what you put in through the lease doesn't, like, take away... It's it's not, like, payments toward the, the uh, total cost. By the end of the lease you pay what the current value of that vehicle is at that time. Yeah. Which, as a Tacoma, wouldn't really be much yes. difference. Yeah. So that, you know, it's it'll probably only depreciate maybe maybe even $5,000, mm-hmm. if that. Which is nothing. Right, yeah. If I would have done like a RAV4 or something like a Corolla, it would depreciate ten dollars to $15,000 mm-hmm. in three years. Yeah. And so, it's just hard. But... They're reliable vehicles, and that's why they stay like that. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So, unfortunately, I'd, be end up, I'd probably end up make you know, I'll pay on it for hopefully less, hopefully around seven years, but it might be more. Mm-hmm. After the three years, it might be another five or six years. Right, yeah, because then you'd, if you did buy it, you'd have your whatever, your loan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully the payments would be less at that time. <clears throat> that would be a big help, because... Right. Right now, I'm paying about 
4.30 on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that was apparently a better deal than... Because what they originally showed me it would be. Mm-hmm. And then when they <laughs> finagled some stuff, it was quite a bit less. And, you know, I don't trust salesmen when they talk to me, when they say, this was one of the better prices I've ever seen for a vehicle like this. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. you could just be saying that, or you might not be bullshitting me. Unless you know them really well, it's hard to And it's hard, say. you know, because I do work there, so they might not be pulling my leg. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. I still don't trust salesmen anytime they talk to me. Well, and leasing was always, and <clears throat> before I got the Hummer, I was in the market for a car, and I didn't know if I was going to do newer or whatever, and leasing always reminded me of, like, renting yeah well that's basically what it is you know what i mean so it's like yeah everything will be taken care of and it's like but then it like at the end of your lease or whatever it's like well that could have been mine you know right like that that's like i've always been so leery on leasing but then like my great grandma she had a thing for vw bugs Mm -hmm. and uh leased all the way would not buy and because what she wanted to do, and she did, <laughs> she would get the newest bug mm-hmm. every three years, lease it, and then go in and get the newer one. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I was like, well, I guess if you have a car you like and you want to keep upgrading, rock and roll. You're you just know. constantly paying, though. That's <clears throat> yeah. what I, th- I mean, I think it's a nice dream to be able to say, I own this vehicle and I have no payment on it. Yeah. Well, Which, I think by the time she retired, she's like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, let's drive what I can, you know, for as long as I can. And the one thing that I do like about the lease is if by the end of it, I'm like, I don't want to pay on this vehicle anymore. Mm-hmm. I can like, it's, right. it's just done. So I, I don't know. We'll see. And she was telling me there's a good chance they could look to buy me out of it oh. because it's a Tacoma and Tacoma's sell, you know, we sell Tacoma's quick and that's why i jumped on getting that one because i i knew if i didn't get that one i wasn't gonna see that same truck you know the one i just wanted that had every every little aspect to it yeah yeah. i was not gonna see that truck again for a while so now can that happen at any point during your lease like oh we've got this guy leasing it let's see if we can buy him out of it yeah so would they just pay off your lease pay off or forgive your lease or would they give you money uh, she said with that vehicle there's a good chance they could you know i could make money so yeah something it. for the for having to yeah get out of it or yeah because it. they would want to you know end up selling it yeah so well, and then i guess they hope you turn around with the money they gave you yeah and and put else. a down payment on something else yeah yeah, yeah. uh uh-huh. so <laughs> It's hard to say. I mean, Cars, man. I've only just started with it, so... <laughs> One thing that is nice about it is knowing it's a brand new car. I get two years, no maintenance, you know, mm. all maintenance paid. Um, I have so many miles of free oil changes and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and just the fact that I know it's not going to break down. Yeah. You know, it's... Driving my car, like, with the issues <laughs> it's been having, even just, like, every time I'm sitting at a red light... I'm stressed it's going to die on me. And I hate that feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's worth the not the, the not having the stress. Oh, yeah. Peace of mind. Exactly. Sure, all the way. So uh, The van was getting there. You'd mm-hmm. accelerate too fast, and it would just, like, stop. <laughs> but then it would go again. It's right. It's like, oh, God. Like, and like you, I kept my car, too. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'll 
probably end up selling it. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided. I figured rather than trade it in, which they would have gave me nothing for, this gives me the opportunity to figure out what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll just keep it. I'm on the fence, too. But at the, at this point, it's like... I'm not... It's just sitting there. Right. You know? That's how I feel right now. And it's and only been a few with days. With it just sitting there, it's like... I could just sell it, you right. know? Make like, some money. Just get it out of here and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but, man, eh, we'll see. We'll let it soak. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get back into some music talk. So, I asked, I was talking to Justin last time, and I'm, I don't remember exactly the questions I asked him. I want to try and ask all the band members the same questions. Mm-hmm. But, uh, first one off the top of my head, best live performance experience you've had for yourself oh man uh best and you can like, give a couple it doesn't have to be the single oh best. like where i was performing yes i know that, that okay that's okay. an easy one sure um I've, I've never felt that way in my life um mm-hmm. it was idiot kid arsenal at uh the rail yard and i love it when it comes up in, in, in my memories because that was like the flyer I felt good about, but I didn't know that the show was going to be as good as I felt about it. Sure. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain that. I know, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where the expectations in your head, yeah, are like, more and you oh, good lineup, and like I made it look really good. You know, mm-hmm. I put a lot of time into it, and uh, um, usually you do that, and you get like ten people. Yeah, I so one hundred percent know what you're talking about. And we were opening for a band called Hell City Kitty. And um, the I was wearing an old dirty bastard T-shirt, and uh, I just I found it randomly. I think at Ernie November, honestly, I think it was one of the last ones they had left. Didn't fit very well because I'm a big <laughs> a bigger guy. Yeah. Uh, but I made it fit because I really wanted to wear that shirt. Soon as we stepped on the stage, everybody's talking about the shirt. Really? Yeah, like, ODB. And I was like, hell yeah. I was like, okay, well, good. We get response from the ca- crowd. Look out. That place is packed. Really? Like, to the door, to the stage. Such a good feeling. I was like, whoa, okay. So then I was like, go time, you know. Whoa, whoa. And uh, uh, we played our set, and it was like the response from the crowd and us just nailing every song. It was euphoric. I, and like I said, I've never felt that before, and I've played bigger shows, mm-hmm. like you, touring with Cancerous and going and playing all those bigger venues for the uh, Project Independent. Oh, yeah, metal, yeah. Whatever. And, uh, like, there were a lot of people there, you know? It's just, like, the, the vibe was different, I guess? I don't know, like, uh, the energy and the pull from that show was just... That's something I won't forget. That's the best performance I've ever. And and what were you doing in that? What did you do in the band? I was uh, guitar and vocals okay. for that band. Yeah, because yeah. like I said, you've done multiple different <laughs> positions in bands. Yeah, uh, mainly. Um, honestly, the two bands I drummed in were Well Cutthroat and Cancerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Attic Dust, I started like half of, we did a half and half because my friend Brandon is a drummer too Mm. and a guitar player. So he had songs that he wanted to play and I'm not going to try to learn. He knows these weird chords. I don't understand what's going on. 
It's just alien shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, it, and plus it's, it, they needed his voice too. Sure. So he would play his part of the set. I would play so my part switch. of the set. And yeah, we would just drum for each other. That's pretty cool. Though. And then our bass player, Curtis, you know, obviously he just, just everywhere. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't get a picture of him. <laughs> like a blurry picture was pretty good. Right. <laughs> for Curtis. For He's sure. A nut. Yeah. So. Right on. Yeah. That's super cool that you, I mean, for, I wish I had the ability to play instruments and it's not like I don't have the ability to. I just don't take the time to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm just the impatience I have is. I mean, you can see I have these guitars. Yeah. And I've to... I've attempted, but my attention span just doesn't allow me to. Plus, I, d- I don't really have the fingers for guitar, mm. and so I think I'd be better suited to maybe try drums, yeah. or piano, something like that. But even then, you need dexterity. Yeah. And I just don't think I have the right fingers for it. Well, and if they're bigger than, you know, bass. I'm better with the bass good. than the guitar. But even then, I was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to stick to singing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I pr- I prefer that anyway. Like, even that's if what you I, dink around on them in your own time, sure. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I just haven't... I guess I never uh, devoted my time enough to perfect it. Yeah. But it's still fun to yeah mess around with them and stuff like that, but... I dude, I'm self-taught. Like there's, right. like I didn't. I tried lessons and I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. Like and and I started playing guitar in like fourth grade, and because uh, I got a guitar for Christmas, and my fifth grade teacher taught me for like two-ish years, year and a half, two years, and um, just during the school year and. Uh, but he basically taught me like the basics and bar chords and like started getting into like finger picking and I lost interest because it was hard. Mm. <laughs> and uh, so then I would I tried um, it was that place Morgan Roth music. It used to be on like Tenth and Grand. Okay. It's a billiards room now, I think. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, way back in the day. Okay. And uh, dude was trying to have me play, like, country and stuff, and he was an older guy, and I was like, mm, no. So I I just took what I learned, and, like, the uh, band that I like, Modest Mouse, they do, like, these backwards fifth things, like, it, I guess is what you would call it. And it just gives it... It's not as bright. It's more of like a mellow tone to the thing. Well, I put distortion on that, and there was attic dust, you know? Right on. And I carried it on through Idiot Kid, but never got much into solos unless it's simple, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or, thankfully, I remembered it because I was just messing around, you know, and it fit. Right. But... Yeah, I know. That's I just think that's the cool thing with guitar and bass. You know, you don't have to know all this stuff. I mean, it definitely helps if you're willing to put in the work. But I mean, you can really finagle it if you want to. You know, right? So well, and that's that's funny because I I would consider myself a self-taught singer. I never took vocal lessons or anything like that, and I wouldn't even I wouldn't consider myself an A plus singer by any standard. Mm. Um. I think I'm good enough. Oh, yeah. But it's funny because at the show, at the last show, 
uh, Justin's dad came up because he's seen <laughs> me play. You know, me and him have played shows before, and this was five years ago. Mm. And he comes up, he goes, "Man, you've really improved. Uh, you take vo- you've been taking vocal lessons or something? I can totally tell a huge difference." I'm like, "Nope, just a lot of karaoke, <laughs> and that's a hundred percent what it is." Yeah, like. It's so weird because I just started doing that for fun because it was a way to sing and kind of perform. Yeah. But in doing that, I learned techniques and, like, different ways that suit my voice better. And it just kind of came together that way, which is a bizarre thing, but it's definitely how it's happened is just by constantly practicing by doing karaoke, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I never thought would benefit me in any way, but... Well, I mean, you you are definitely singing. Uh, yeah, it's way, <laughs> dude. I've seen videos in the past of shows we've done, and I had to kind of cringe because, I mean, of course, you're on your own, you're your own worst critic. Mm-hmm. But even I can tell, you know, it. Listening to our last show and hearing some of the recordings, I wasn't as like I was like, okay, I can tell that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds better than. Th- what I've heard in the past. Yeah, yeah. And so, it was definitely a nice confidence booster to be like, okay, I I can even tell the improvements. But of course, I could tell the things I fucked up on. Well, yeah. Minor, but... And I was gonna say, too, um, this last show probably goes up there for me as one of my best, you know, or my favorite live performance moments. Granted, I, I have very few in my list... But and it's also been five years. That was the first show I played in five years. Oh wow! With a yeah. band, mm-hmm. but um, definitely goes up there because for one, this is the best band I've ever played with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we some our songs are the best songs I've ever like written and been a part of, both like for me lyrically and just a band as a whole, the music as a whole. Yeah. Um, but also. The sound quality was really good. The, oh God! <laughs> the perform, you know, just the performance itself, plus like the attendance. We had a really good turnout. Having that for a first show, you can't ask for anything better. The stage, the sound, the group of people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no matter what they were there for, they were there. Um, like really busted out the gate and started running with. Well, especially <laughs> with our first show for sure. That was it was awesome especially at a time when live music is pretty scarce mm-hmm. you know we got the chance to do that and it was like i said about as good as you can have for a first show yeah and then the feedback that's what sold me you know mm-hmm. looking out in the crowd and seeing people like bob along people i don't even know yeah it's, it's one thing when it's your friends and it's like okay they they're just showing support no <laughs> when strangers are like all right you know this is like they're getting into it, they're they're mm. feeling it, it's vibing with them. That's a good feeling. On and then on top of that, you know, strangers you've never even met before coming up to you, being like, "Man, that was a really <laughs> like, what was that one song? Like, I really like that one." Yeah. Or, or, uh, man, I heard, I probably heard a compliment about every song. Like somebody liked a different song throughout, you know. Everybody likes something different. Right. And that's great. That's perfect. That's what when you they want. Can find, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had people saying, 
oh, I really like Medicine Woman. Or, and, and people <laughs> knew the names of the songs. Oh, that's cool. Because, you know, they, they could, I don't know why, how, they could just tell, like, that's the name of that song. I don't remember. Did you announce the name of the song? A couple times. A couple times, I yeah. said I think Black Sky and Outlaw, mm-hmm. there was a couple of them, but not every song. Yeah, yeah. And so it was cool having people, you know, come up and be like, do you have any recordings? Because <laughs> they just really wanted to hear it yeah. again. So, you know, that's that's just a good feeling that I I don't think I've ever had that before at a show. You know, you, I'll have people come up and say, oh, that was a really good show. You guys did really good. Mm-hmm. But not like the quite the reception we got for this one. Yeah. Also, yeah. not having to pay for a single drink all night was a pretty good <laughs> topper to it. Yeah. Well, I don't you know about lucked you. out there. I, you did? <laughs> I paid for mine. Really? Well, I didn't. I think the uh, after the show, or I mean, after we got off stage, um, one of my co-workers and her husband was there and he was adamant about <laughs> another one it's, you know just that whole thing I was like I'm not going to argue here right. but I well, you had a totally nice pay for my beer you were literally a walk away from home so you could drink yourself oh, yeah, silly the, street. I yeah. was like, the only thing that sucked was like oh crap I gotta get this van back there <laughs> you know but down the alley into the that wasn't yeah, yeah. that wasn't an issue but um, I think the only things I bought was the shots that we all had in, in the beginning I bought that bucket of beer oh yeah that's right for the for the show and then and then and that was it so yeah i think i need to fi- i need to learn a way to drink and like not get hiccups and stuff because i would have <laughs> really liked to drink during that show yeah rather than water i think it just i don't know it loosens me up a little that's bit that's what i that's more to, of what i want yeah. you know definitely don't overdo it that's a story for another day <laughs> i've definitely played shows where i shouldn't have played that show really Oh yeah, it's just see. And that's my other worry is you think up there you're good, slurring you're your super words. confident, and then you realize you're like, there's two more bands before we go on. Like, see, and I uh, think if there's any any like issue with having that break in between, it was the fact that we, you know, everyone had a chance to drink a little more. Yeah, <laughs> but that's where I kind of conjured up this little mental rule of like, it, it, no more than one beer before. Sure. Hitting the stage. Like, I just can't... Once you're on stage, Yeah, because I know if I go past it, my dumb ass will just... I'm fine. Well, it's not like you can drink during the song, so you only have a specific amount of breaks in the show where you can actually drink, so... Yeah, but I've learned from past mistakes, and we'll just... (laughs) I mean, that's the best way to do it. It was a good time, but... Yeah, oh my. Okay, how about that? Let's, Let's... Since we did best live performance... What's the worst thing that's happened to you live? Because I was telling Justin, you know, my answers always are going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I've forgotten my lyrics on stage, my own lyrics. Um, uh, that's about... I, I can't remember a ton that I've felt like were bad experiences, but mm-hmm. just forgetting stuff and... A lot of it would be forgetting stuff. I mean, like, the ones... the And it, when I say that, it's like maybe one or two shows mm. over the span of ten years. You right. You know, like, it, it didn't happen all the time. But um, being, like, too messed up to play a show, um, there was one time... 
uh, with Cancerous, we played a Halloween show out, I think it was in Great Falls. They used to do this, like, big production, like, tons of bands, two stages or whatever. And uh, we were on just late, 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 late. And uh, I don't know if you... A lot of us have changed our ways, but back in the day, everybody in Cancerous really liked to party. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. And I uh, saw you guys plenty of times. So we had gotten through there, and I, I was drumming, and it just was like... I just remember feeling so heavy. Like, I gotta move this crap, and you know? Mm. And playing like... I was playing fine, but I had to... I couldn't play at like my peak performance like a lot of like the footwork i did like in halftime because oh, okay. i wasn't coordinated enough to do it as fast as i normally would mm -hmm. um and did the crowd notice probably not honestly but it bothers me that i didn't play how i wrote it mm -hmm. like how i wrote the drum line like when i when i want to like in our songs like if i have a way that i want a part to go um when we're first writing the song or practicing or whatever and there's mess ups or i'm not getting it right cool but if it's not solid during a show it's yeah. just like nope like let's figure this out like right. you know it eats at you a little bit yeah I obviously that. with that show with cancerous it was just an easy fix, you know. Don't be stupid. Sure. But some of them, I did. I honestly think I just kind of bite off a little more than I can chew. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, do I need to reevaluate this, or can I just sit downstairs and do this a thousand times, and I'll finally get it? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um. And it's fifty-fifty, which with whichever. But I would say back to the question that show with cancers was probably the one I just didn't like. Yeah, because of that reason. For sure. Yeah. And you, I mean, it's kind of funny because you you've been in a pretty good variety of bands. Because Cancerous was pretty heavy, right? Yeah, that was that was metal. Right, sure. and then Attic Dust was a little bit more... Attic Dust was like rock. Um, like, I don't want to say political, but it was... Kind we of... had songs on that spectrum, which okay. honestly, if you listen to them today, they fit more than they did back then. Really? Uh, yeah. The... It wasn't so much punky, though, right? Mm, no, I guess you you could maybe get the vibe from it. Some of our songs were faster, okay, and shorter, punkish. But um, I just it's more like uh, I guess it's just like alternative rock, okay, really. And then, the, and then, idiot kid. Yep, was kind of Idiot Kid Arsenal was all the way alternative indie stuff. Really, it was more like it. It had the rock aspect to it, but there was a lot more harmony and uh, um, just uh, like what the songs were about were more along the lines of I don't know, like life, but not life. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, just kind of more contemplative, problem-solving stuff. Right. So, uh, so yeah. it. All of them, yeah, they're all very different bands, but... Uh, still in the realm of rock. Yeah. All, all pretty much in that realm. But still, yeah, pretty nice spectrum on that scale. Mm -hmm. Which is... Which is 
awesome, but you also have a pretty wide variety of like music taste. Yeah, like your 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 uh, taste and influence kind of spans a pretty decent spectrum as well, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you'll get. I mean, I I listen to absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, <clears throat> uh, you know, anything from Dave Matthews to Baroque music. Thank my mom for that. Uh, <laughs> you know, she liked it. She liked a lot of like the newer, like soft rock and stuff like that. But she she was a big Dave Matthews fan. Um, but anything from there to, you know, uh, metal, indie, and everything in between. It's kind of a mood thing, you sure. know. Like uh, there will be days that I'll you know go to listen to music and it's just like crap day you know and like i don't have anything to punch so i'm gonna listen to some hard stuff Mm -hmm. and i do that and then there's other days where i'm just chilling and i want something going on to where you know what in the background of whatever i'm doing so i'll put on modest or some soothing stuff I have listened to Enya, <laughs> like, hey, <clears throat> which she was. Uh, I actually got curious as to what her deal was, you know, because mm-hmm. she's just kind of a mystery artist. You don't really, uh, I I just never really hear of her, but I hear her songs, and I was like, and and usually it's like if I want to go to sleep, and I want some, I'll either put on something instrumental. And like not going, or I'll just put on like one of her albums and like just barely loud enough to where you can hear it. Otherwise, I'll sit up and listen to it. Um, but the the weird thing I I thought that that was cool for her was uh, she her problem was live shows. Mm. She was a studio artist, and I get it when I listen to it now because she has so many vocal tracks. Right. So many. And she was like, we can't do that. She never planned on going on stage, you know? Uh, and then, you know, behold the power of technology or whatever. Um, they did it. You know, obviously, she plays live, you know, now or whatever, used to. I don't know what she, where she is in her current career, but... Right. Uh, like, it's funny how some of the people say, oh, you listen to any that's so freaking stupid. I was like, dude, she... I, like, if you pick apart her music... She did that. Like, right. That's pretty freaking cool. So, I mean, I'll give props where props are due, but you can take me from Enya to Deicide, you know? And yeah. I don't... <laughs> we... I'm, I'll, I'm in it to win it. I don't care what it is. I'll listen to it. So. Well, and that's good. I mean, that's... Because then you can draw from so many different styles or different influences that yeah. you might come across. I, mean, I definitely I, think it's helped. I mean... Sure. You know, I get writer's block like everybody else, but mm-hmm. you have a mood. You, well, I've heard that before. Let's see if I can do my own little ditty of it. You know. Mm-hmm. So, did I get all the bands right that you've been in? Was was it those four, or is there any more? Uh, the only other one was my very first band, um, and that was Ender, and that was when I was in high school. Got okay. my first drum set, um, and that was with Addictus. Um, bass player Curtis him and I met in high school um, in like social 
it wasn't like social studies. It was like the dumb kids go here and just hang out for an hour. You like know? a study hall. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, but they also tried to do like these social interaction things. Um, it was fun. It was just like a free hour, but um, uh, I got together with him, and then we met this girl Beth, and uh, she was like into hole and silver chair and. Um, I don't know if she was into Nirvana actually, but I think, I think, I think Nirvana cause she was into hole, but that was, she had such a unique playing style. Like, and I wasn't, you know, I was like, well, you can't just make that stuff up, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm still trying to teach myself the guitar and like learn new things. And she goes, why not? <laughs> like, yeah, why not? And like, so I was on drum, well, I was on drums for that too. Um. Uh, and then yeah, that that basically just went until, um, Curtis and Beth were a year ahead of me, and when they graduated high school, we kind of, she went off to college, hmm. blah blah blah, went our separate ways. But yeah, Ender was my my very first band. So I guess you have Ender, Addict Us, Idiot Kid, Cancers, and now Cutthroat. So right on. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I was thinking about it. Um, so everybody in the band, I, I knew everybody else because mm-hmm. me and Justin had played in other bands, Aaron's my cousin, and then I knew Drew from work. Mm. And it's funny because Drew was my, like, Drew didn't know anybody but me, but you're the only one that I didn't know coming into the band because Justin's the one who knew you <clears throat> yeah, and brought you into it. Um, but I, I knew once I met you, I was like, okay, I've seen this guy play before because I've seen you in cancerous mm. and then i know i saw you in attic dust okay and it's funny because i saw you play uh, do you remember when they did that little building downtown kind of by uh um tinies oh uh i think i played twice that night that yeah because you played with cancerous and it was the attic dust reunion show yeah yeah was it with cancerous too yep i played we i was with attic dust for the first set and then went to a cancerous the next set yeah because i i was just there as a spectator and i i remember seeing that was probably the first time i ever saw attic dust and i was probably like the third or fourth time i'd seen cancerous mm. were you in cancerous the whole time no a uh a gal angel campbell played drums with them from the beginning um and then she ended up moving out of state and i came in to be their drummer Okay, see, I never remember a, f- a female <clears throat> drummer, so... Yeah. I must have been you the entire time. So, um, it, well, I mean, they were together for... Long time. A real long time, yeah. So I, I was coming in kind of in the end of the middle to end of it. Sure. You know, I, I think my run with them was shorter than Angel's. Okay. Um, It was, but yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I... That was probably right around the time I started even going to live you know, local shows. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny though, cause you know, I don't specifically remember seeing you, <laughs> but it's like, I definitely did. Yeah. And it would have had no idea. It's like he, that face happened somewhere. Yeah. Justin's you know? like, well, and what's funny is of all places I remember seeing you, uh, was at the Rio Grande. I was just in there having lunch or something like that. And then you and, uh, the other guy, one of the guys from Attic Dust. Oh, Brandon. We the, used to go there every Tuesday. Yeah. 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 I saw you in there and <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's Attic Dust. Feel I like just, a cheesesteak, dude. Okay. Yeah. Mm, they don't so even good. have food anymore. 
That's what I hear. I'm so and mad. And there even came to a point where we decided, like, we'd go there every Tuesday, and uh, Brandon was sold on the Philly cheesesteak. So good. I had to dinker around the menu sometimes, but I'd, I'd always come back to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, then it was uh, our jobs changed. Uh, I think that was when I started working at my current job. Mm. And uh, so I didn't have Tuesdays off anymore. And I was working Monday through Friday. And it uh, came on a Tuesday again, and I happened to have the day. And I went down, uh, hey, man, you want to go to the Rio? And uh, they changed their menu, and they didn't even have the Philly cheese on there. And we're like... Like, dude, we leave for like two months, and you just wipe. was this recent? No, this was oh, okay. a couple of years ago. But and uh, they're like, oh, we only make it by request now. So it was and still like, on the me- like the, you yeah, and still- it wasn't as good. Oh, and it wasn't. So that that ended that little tradition. But yeah, I did hear that now they don't even serve food, and it's like they used to have what was it, Sarah's or yeah, whatever, sizzling Sarah's. Yeah, and it's like. I thought they were doing good there. Like I went, I thought their food was amazing, and I used to go in there for like watch sports and. Yeah. I was never there to gamble. I just went in there to watch sports and because I knew all the bartenders, I knew everybody that worked there. Yeah. It was kind of just the place to go on a Thursday night or a Sunday night or something like that to watch the game and eat right. some food. <laughs> and then they got rid of the Sunday ticket, so I couldn't watch football anymore. And they got rid of like pitchers of beer. And got rid of, and then they started like lessening the food menu. I was, I didn't, even, I stopped going before they stopped making food. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you took away everything I went there for, mm-hmm. which is a bummer because all my favorite bars, like, keep getting cut away because mm-hmm. I used to go to Hudson's all the time, and that got axed. Yeah. So now my bars are Hooligans and the Crystal, and those are pretty big staples. Billings, so I hopefully those will stick around for a while. I hope so. Too. I I love hooligans. I that's do too. A, that's a good. It, it's hit or miss whether I want to be around that many people, but their food, dude. Well, right now is so the time to good. go because they can only have so many people. Yeah, yeah. So that I love their food, though. Oh, I, it's amazing. It's yeah, it's freaking awesome. So <laughs> well, and they got a big tap line of beers, and mm-hmm. I mean. It's a little bit more on the spendy side as far as far as like drinks go. I've spent pretty good amount of money there if I'm there for three hours. Yeah, which is why I like the Crystal because cheap drinks. Oh, it's way cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you get some karaoke. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you gotta kind of switch it around a little bit and have a little bit of variety. But all my favorite bars started getting chopped up, so now it's like I gotta. I hate change. Yeah, so, yeah. But now those those are regular bars now. Once we once we have been doing it for a while now, so yeah. Well, and you do know that I speaking of Drew back then. You know I knew. Oh, Drew. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So well, which I, was a crazy funny coincidence. I knew him back like way back when he was a little kid. Right. <laughs> so like, that's right. I, I totally spaced that so out. He he started playing guitar. Um, when I when I knew him, yeah. So and to tell you, like, because you know, there's that huge gap of time where didn't see him, you know, and and whatever. Um, he would post a couple things on Facebook of him doing guitar, and this this was even a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, dang, 
I was like, dude, you got good. Right. <laughs> you know, and then see that that is the actual Andrew that's coming to the band. I'm like, dude, this is going to be cool. That's awesome. Like, yeah. I for, yeah, I, I kind of spaced that out that, which was a great coincidence because I was afraid, you know, he didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, but then again, it's actually, Justin only knew you and me because mm-hmm. he'd never met Aaron before. Or maybe just met him once or twice. Yeah, I only knew Justin and, and Andrew. I hadn't met you before. And Aaron only knew me. Mm-hmm. So I actually ended up... I, I was actually the one that knew most people in the band. Yeah. And then so... But that's that's pretty cool that... Just the, the circle that... Between you and Drew. Mm-hmm. And so... It was funny too with Drew. Because he wasn't... He worked at Toyota. And then didn't work there for a while. And then came back. Mm-hmm. And I knew he played guitar, and I knew he was really into it, but I didn't know how into it and how good he was. Yeah. And once we started talking about making a band, I went up. To, I was I had no idea he'd never been in a band before. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, send me some of your stuff, and and we'll see if you know maybe come tr- try out for us. Yeah. See if see if it's something you're into." He showed me that, and I was like, "Dude, how have you not ever played in a band? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand." <laughs> and. I was like, no, we, you're in. Yeah. There was no tryout. It was, you're in. If you want to be in this, it's your job. Like, it's yours to have. Right, right. And this is the first five-piece band I've ever been in, and I've never been happier. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. You get every little... Because with a five-piece band, I feel like you get those, you know, ear candy pieces that you wouldn't normally get mm-hmm. with the guitar and the yeah. bass. The bass can be the bass. It doesn't have to play, like... You know, just to keep the rhythm yeah. while the guitar is leading, the bass gets to do different special things. While and the rhythm guitar can, I don't know. It's just so much better than anything I've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I think what we have is is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and I, I I don't know why I just thought of this, but I, it doesn't matter uh, whether Andrew knew anybody or not. You just have to eat his food for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's he's very much a, you know, talent. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, not only can he play awesome guitar, he makes some damn good food. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought you, like, I you thought know, you were being metaphorical when he invited for us some over reason. And like he cooked all this stuff. And it was like you did that all day. It was like I'm lucky I got off the couch. <laughs> you yeah. Know? It was like that's yeah I I dig him Andrew's awesome yeah I, and that's what's cool too is everybody in the band has a, a great personality to them we all have different you know we all draw from different sources of material mm-hmm. and that all comes together and shows in what we create which I love I love that we all don't like the same stuff mm-hmm. you know or it's not so much that we don't like the same stuff it's that we we draw inspiration from different places right yeah. and it all reflects into something that's unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. the combination we have is, uh, yeah, it, it's awesome, and uh, like, I dig it. Yeah, I've like, never, you know, like it is such a different sound. I mean, like, you know, it's it's rock or hard rock right. when you listen to it. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know, just the way that the the songs are structured and how the vocals fit with the guitars and what they're doing, and then you know. Aaron and I holding down the fort in the rhythm set. It just melds so well together. Like, it's 
you know, it, you're always hesitant when you come into a new band. You're like, crap, if this sucks, how am I going to get out of it? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> didn't have to worry about that. You know, mm -hmm. we've clicked pretty much since day one. And we already have a really nice handful of material. And I think we're only going to get more oh, from it's, here on out, you know? I've never been a part of something where it's so easy to create material. Yeah. I was telling Justin... And we jam, and it's like, oh, yeah. oh, is that going to be another song? Yeah. I don't know. All it is, <laughs> some, somebody just starts playing something that they thought of, and then everyone kind of like jives off of it, and it just becomes something. Like, we need a constant recorder for practice, because you really? never know when magic's going to get made. Mm -hmm. And... We have we have songs still just waiting in the wing to be created mm -hmm. that we've just been fucking around on or or somebody has like a little piece of something that they want to show everybody yeah and then we'll all just kind of but it's insane how fast everybody kind of puts in their piece and it becomes something mm -hmm. and on top of that the last you know any band I've been in where you know something's written and then I have to put melody and lyrics on top of that mm -hmm. I've always struggled with it I've never had an issue with that in this band mm -hmm. it comes so easy yeah. and, and it's not like it seems like in the past I've had you know I can do it but it's the most generic boring you know not lyrics but melody because yeah. you know I'll, I'll come up with something lyrically mm -hmm. but melodically I've, I've had struggles to put that to music mm -hmm. this not an issue <laughs> I've never found issue with it and it's a very good like feeling to have that because it shows to the product we're putting out yeah and yeah. just to everybody's ability and everybody's so uniquely talented in what they do mm -hmm. yeah for sure I agree and uh, it seems like everybody kind of has an understanding of what a song needs you know where their part is is needed and like somebody, some people are willing to take a, a backseat in certain parts, mm -hmm. knowing they'll get a, you know, something special in later on in the song. Right. But it's like I know I need to step back and let this person shine, and then I'll come in and shine in this part. Or it's like, should I do this at this part because is that's what's necessary for the song, or mm -hmm. should I, you know, not yeah. wait wait and do something like that in a different song where it's needed. Well, and that and that's another cool thing is with us. You know, not not only drawing from, you know, different influences or whatever, that we also have our own different input. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're all pretty open at, you know, being able to discuss it. Like, because if something's just not working, mm -hmm. um, which really hasn't happened that often, but we'll, I've noticed, like, we'll be playing something for so long and then we just kind of notice, like, where'd that come from? You know? Yeah. And, uh, um, but pick it apart and either redo it or, or whatever. Just tweak it a little bit. Yeah. And, and it's fine after that. But, um, I think us being able to accept the criticism from everybody to mm -hmm. where, you know, even if our opinions differ a little sometimes, um, we still make it to where it works for the, the band as a whole. So, right. um, well, and it's just yeah. whatever is in the best interest of the song mm -hmm. to make the song sound good. Exactly. And I feel like everybody is pretty open to... I can be a little stubborn. But sometimes Especially you have to if be. I hear it in my head. Sure. 
Um, because, like, if if we've done something for so long and then, like, we're going to sneak a change in or something, I know we've had the conversation at least once, but I just couldn't, I couldn't budge. I just, it was like, please just do it, then try it, you know, try it. Mm -hmm. Like, and we did, and it's still there, so... <laughs> Which song was this? I don't remember, and I'm trying to think about it, but I remember, um, I think it was, I can't, I think it was Justin, some part, or, or the way we were timing some part, and, and it wasn't working. Okay. And I just was so stuck on doing it this way, and we played it a couple more times, and, and it was fine, like, it was fine after that, but I don't remember the song. Oh, it might have been Rembrandt. It might have been that end part, cause it that and that's the one where we're like pretty super mellow throughout the whole yeah, thing, yeah. and then the until end the end. That yeah, is Rembrandt. That's probably the one, and it's that fill at the but end. But it's not even it's not even that. It's the issue is me like getting caught off on timing. So we all just necessarily everyone was need doing to be together. Then I think everyone was doing their parts fine. Gotcha. It was just me. Because it's different than the other two choruses. <laughs> and so I trick my brain into like being like, oh, wait, this isn't the same. And then I, even though the timing's the same, it is. I yeah. just get thrown off and I just need to, you know, <laughs> be Stay the course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, and I change what I'm doing too. So it's just everything's changing. Not only, you know, the timing doesn't change. Right. But yeah. like the way I sing it and the way everything else goes. It's all the way it should be. <laughs> I just need to be more on time. It was all me. Oh, okay. And gotcha. so I think Justin was just thinking, oh, you know, he needs better cues on time. No, I just need to be able to keep time. Gotcha. And it came out gotcha. fine on the show. And oh, yeah. the last practice, I was fully capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. It's just me needing to keep time. And I think that comes with me not really being instrumental. Oh, okay. So I, ha I have struggled and, can, you know, still have some struggles with timing and with you know even with you know pitch and harmony sometimes yeah because i just i think that comes from not being instrumental myself hmm. yeah and so i i know for a fact if i if i played any instrument timing wouldn't be as big an issue but yeah. i've gotten better at it yeah throughout time well and you get the the feel and a lot of it is feel yeah you, and oh. you get the a hundred percent with, especially with this band, and of of course, this is the only band I can reference because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. um, with this band, it's all about feel. Like I don't even, I hardly even count. I just hear the point, and it's like, yep, that's when I come in. Mm -hmm. Or like even just even the slightest like tap on the drum, or like, oh, there's that symbol, and it's like, yeah, I just know this is my part. Mm -hmm. Um. It's kind of funny because, yeah, it's great because that allows me to be able to crowd work and not really need to... Like, I still keep time. Well, yeah. You know where you are. Right. But, yeah. And there's been times where, you know, we'll do a four count. You know, it's a four four count in. Or mm -hmm. I, I guess I don't even really know, but... Um, and I'll, I'll be like, was that three or four? <laughs> and it's like... Or was that two or three? You know, because yeah. then I, I got to come in on four... And it's like, oh no, I can just tell that was two. So I got two more. Mm -hmm. It's like, now I come in. Yeah. I, I almost thought I fucked it up in uh, <laughs> Killing Ghosts at the last show. Oh yeah? And then I heard the recording, I was like, oh thank god I got it right. Yeah. Because I thought I messed it up. But, that's my other fear, is losing time. Especially live, because you're so busy trying to like, 
you know, keep the crowd in and like move on stage and be conscious of what you're doing on stage while trying to keep time. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, and I think that uh, that's another great thing about the band, too, is if we run into that in practice, we'll just... We're going to keep going now, you mm -hmm. know? Like, we'd... You follow us as much as we follow you. Right. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So, like, in the event that it happens, we can normally... Correct it. Correct it. Nobody's going to know. It's like, you tell us how our song goes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of... song. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's the beauty of being an original <laughs> band and, like... Yeah. Nobody's going to know unless, you know, we play a bunch of shows and everyone knows how our songs are or we have recordings of them. But yep. until then, we have that leeway of, you know, possibly making mistakes and stuff like that. Nobody's going to tell. Yeah, and you're the, not going to... The minor mistakes that we might have made in this show, I went back and listened to some recordings mm -hmm. that there were, knowing... Where are these? Exactly. By the way. No, I mean oh. the, the recordings. There's a couple of them on my... On my page. Oh, okay. Um, oh. I'll, I'll need to share them to the band page. I just wasn't sure if I should. At the, I don't know. Or maybe I meant to and I just forgot. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them I have on my Snapchat that are just like, I'll have to save them. I, I have them saved, but I'll, because uh, somebody sent them to me. I'll have oh, to piece okay. them together because they're separate snaps. So I'll have to like edit them together to make it a full thing. Oh, gotcha. Because there's one of, I know there's parts of Medicine Woman, parts of, of uh, Outlaw and then parts of uh, I don't remember the other one because I have three songs on one and then the ones on my page are the full songs okay. of Godforsaken, Killing Ghosts and then that jam you guys did Okay, which I'll by the way check those out. What, the only video that I saw was my buddy took a video and it was just of a snippet of the jam. Okay. <laughs> like, well, I'll send them to you, or, so, or you can check them. Check yeah, them out on I my can, page. if they're on the page, I'll just go to the the videos and look at them. So. Right on. Yeah. No, and I have to say that jam. I wasn't even expecting that. I was like, because it was basically what we practiced. Well, and it was an outline. Right. So it was exactly. Like basically, the only thing we didn't know was when to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which is kind of fun. Yeah. But I remember, you know, it was starting to die down. And then you had that drum fill, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then, like, everyone kind of did a little something to, like, end it out. I was, even I was like, because I, I, we had only practiced that, what, once oh, or twice? Oh, like the ending fill? Yes. Like the, yeah, that's Dude, a you, fun one. You I gotta like go that. back and listen to it. It's, it's, <clears throat> and you can even see me on stage, like, because I was standing off but to the side. I didn't want to be standing up front like a yeah. dope doing nothing. <laughs> but um, I'm standing back there, and then you do that drum fill, and I, you can see my look on the camera. I'm just like, damn, like, whoa, that was pretty. And I, Bum foot and all. And I'm know. just like, yeah, I know, exactly. Jeez. And I'm just like, right here. And then, like, those guys are playing their thing. I'm like, these guys. I was like, damn. Yeah. And I really, really wanted, like, the plan was to go from the jam straight into... Godforsaken, and mm -hmm. I could tell Justin was ready to, to to do that. Oh, but I had to like give give out props to that jam because I was like, <laughs> I was I myself was on stage like shit. Yeah, these guys killed it. Yeah, so that was fun, man. Oh, that, it was, that was a really good one. And we get two of them this this time. Uh, we don't even know what the second one is. Well, we'll we'll or practice. Do we? Hmm. Yeah, maybe it'll be <laughs> maybe it'll be on the fly right then and there. Maybe we could probably. I mean, I'm sure we'll practice a little something, but. Um. Yeah, we gotta talk to everybody and see if we want to do two practices. 
Right. I think that is the plan. Okay. And this is nice, though, that we have the 8 o'clock time now because everyone's going to be working on... Well, yeah, because it's a Friday, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, so... We'll need the... You know, everybody get off work. That'll give us time to... Show up and gear everything up and yeah. get down there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think... We might want to get there a little... We got to talk to that guy. I Some places want you there hella early. Some places are just like, show up. <laughs> you know? I mean, we'll get there as early as we can. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, as long as it's after 4.30, mm-hmm. I'm good. For sure. Um, let me see what time... Oh, we still got some time. Um... Let's talk about the food show. Food show. Yeah. Are you still getting the the internet show? It's it's in the works. We're motivation is a big factor for sure in doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, me and my buddy Jeff were putting together ideas. Um, basically, it we just want it to be videoing us cooking something you know whether it's inside on the stove or outside on the grill and then um uh you know either having us talk while we do it and edit it or go back and put a voiceover over it Mm. um but yeah the it, it we're getting a lot of good like recipe ideas we're stuck on when and where we're gonna film it and a name Okay. And he doesn't think that the name is a big deal. But you... I need a name. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like... I hear you. Like, I want to create the whole new channel, brand new on YouTube, or whatever platform, um, to where we can upload it under that specifically, and promote that, you know? Sure. And I've thought of a, a, um, another thing that we were thinking of, of too... And we've called we called that uh what place is that downtown? Imperial Thai. Um in addition to like cooking food, we wanted to see if we could like video ourselves eating local food here in Billings and then eventually like throughout Montana, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Do you like have a review? Yeah. And so we called that Imperial Thai place. One, calling somewhere that doesn't know English very well for your first try <laughs> is probably not the best site. She didn't know what was going on because we're asking her, like, can we bring in a backlight and a camera and so we can sit in a, you know, a corner and and have your food? We'll pay for the food, but can we have a camera? I don't know. I was like, are you the manager? No. <laughs> okay, can you ask the manager? I asked manager and I'll call you back. Click. Dude! That might not be the best place to start. It's like, you know, and the only reason I wanted to start there is because they have the pho. Oh, yeah, yeah, And uh, my buddy loves that. And apparently they have a huge bowl of it, which is one of the reasons why we called. And two, they have a dish there, and the only other place I found where it's good is Siam Thai. It's called Pad Siu. The best Thai dish you'll ever have in your life. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And like, I ha- I've always gotten it from Siam Thai, but then Imperial Thai came in. I was like, oh, well, it's a new Thai place, so if they have it, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. 
and they had it and it's almost identical to Siam Thai I'll still go to Siam just because they're the best but in my opinion okay um, but for some reason that one dish like if you do it wrong like you just suck at Thai food I, <laughs> you gotcha. know what I mean I'm sure all the other stuff is fine but ever since I've had it the first time it just it blows me away it's an odd the combination of flavors is insane yeah and I'll make it one day but so yeah food reviews and recipes is essentially what we want to do um but honestly it's uh just kind of sitting there right now Mm. until we can work out the details there's no set timeline or or what but uh, I feel like that'd be kind of cool though like I think it's a cool idea I just we really got to buckle down and nail out those details sure. and get started so it'll probably start with us cooking stuff first yeah um but I really would like to get into the reviews and like and call it like eat montana or something like that something incorporating montana food well what and you stuff could like do that. what you could <coughs> do is you could do the f- the um, cooking stuff as its own entity, and then have the uh, reviews as its own entity, but it's all under, you know, the same channel. Yeah, kind of like yeah. how uh, First We Feast has right. hot ones as a separate thing, and then it has you know they do food reviews too, I think, yeah. and other side things, but it's all First We Feast. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's under the umbrella of... Yeah, so you could have, like, your main channel. Yeah. But then... I didn't think of that. Like you said, you could do one that's called, like, Eat Montana or or whatever you want it to be. Right, yeah. And then one that's called Cooking Something, you know, whatever you want your cooking show to be called. And you could even branch out and do as many as you want. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure First We Feast has, like, multiple Mm -hmm. segments that they do, with even with different people, but however you would want to do it yeah yeah like that's almost because then if somebody's like well I, I really like these food reviews like i just want to watch those then it's like oh here's the you It'll know playlist that. of all that mm-hmm. and it's like or opposite and it's like oh i like to watch all the cooking ones mm-hmm. so so that'd be a good yeah possible. yeah hopefully sooner than later we'll see though sure you know i think it's a good idea and i think if you enjoy doing it like that's kind of what i did with this I mean, I just kind of did it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really... There was really no planning to it. It was... I started <laughs> listening to podcasts at the beginning of the year and loved it. And then my buddy started a podcast. And I was like, you know what? Why can't I do that? Like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And so... Jump in. I mean, came up with the name. And obviously, this isn't like the most ideal, you know, <laughs> setting. But it's the beginning stages of it. And eventually, I'll get better equipment. And hopefully, it'll just evolve. But gotta start somewhere and just gotta just do it you know yeah yeah and if there's anything i've at least researched or learned if you do end up making that Mm -hmm. just got to be consistent and just pump out as many as you can you know as frequently as you can right because i've I've been sticking to a steady like once a week with this Mm -hmm. and so far it seems to just be like steady ground hopefully eventually though it'll Start. Yeah, you never know. You get enough content out there. Exactly. I think the the funny thing too is um, watching these videos and now being in one. I always thought this this was a chair. Oh really? 
Like, and even looking at it, like, you know, like when Justin was here, mm-hmm. or like, you know, one of your other friends or whatnot, um, I thought they were sitting in a chair, and I was like, cool, I get to sit in that chair. Yeah. You know, and it's a couch. <laughs> I mean... Which is, there's nothing wrong with it, I just think it's funny how... Different they perception. See, you know. Sure. And they don't know there's this... All this extra stuff behind yeah, there. Yeah, wowzer. One was, I mean... I prefer doing the guest ones because I get to sit here, and normally I'm sitting in in that, <laughs> oh, which is yeah, way right less comfortable in front of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, because I'll be, it's actually the settings over there, so I'll have the I'll have the TV on that TV. Oh, yeah. So that's my backdrop for when I I'm gotcha. doing the solo shows. Okay. And so every then I don't have to move everything around because normally the couch is moved over here. This is over there. <laughs> I got to move a bunch of stuff around to do it this way. Yeah. But yeah. I prefer it this way because I get the comfortable seat. Right. As opposed yeah. to sitting on that for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. But and, and honestly, I like doing the guest ones because I just feel like they're. I don't know. The interaction is better. I think it comes off more authentic mm-hmm. when I'm doing it myself. It's not not authentic because everything I'm saying is what I truly believe and feel. Right. But it's so much harder for me to stay on track <laughs> and for me to like, uh, even keep myself motivated or like try and fill a full hour yeah. worth of content. Well, and, and you do video too. I mean, I, I used to do a, uh, um, online, uh, radio show called the vent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> I'm hoping that guy didn't copyright that name because I think I might totally steal it for a channel name. Mm. Um, I thought of it, okay, so, okay. You know, but under the circumstances, you heard it, it here first. It might have a copyright I don't know about, so we'll we'll see. I'll okay. have to figure that out. But um, I would pre-record those in uh, my basement, it but just voice. Mm. You know, and I'd have to think of topics to do, and then we promoted all all uh, local music. So you know, reach out to bands. Hey, do you have music I can have? You know, and put it in the set list, and then just coming up with different things to talk about for an hour. You know what I mean? Like, granted, I'd have a music break. You know, drag and drop. Oh, here's you know, enraptured, whatever, cancerous mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I'd have those three to five minute breaks. It's like going straight. I can see how it'd be difficult alone and why it's easier with a guest. Yeah. Cause you, you know, I, I edited a lot though. I didn't have video though. Like that's what makes this so much different. Right. You know, if I messed up, it was like mm, clear. And we're (laughs) right. Yeah, it's hard to edit the video without it being obvious. Right. Yeah, you get those little blips and and I have edited videos just because you know. Well, and a lot of people do it that way. A lot of people, uh, or that you know that have like the shorter ones. Mm -hmm. They're probably recording for as long as we are. Yeah, and it's just be kind of become part of the norm of that kind of editing style where. It's like, oh, well, I blabbed for this long. I'm just going to chop that off. And it goes straight into something else. It's like, I don't know, your brain just gets kind of used to it switching sure. that fast, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I dig this. I've kind of like stolen, style. I've definitely stolen, like, the ideas from, or not the ideas, but, like, the way of, of uh, the production from several different 
podcasts that I enjoy. So yeah, I'm just like, okay, I like that this one does this. I like that this one does this, and just kind of come up with something that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it might it might evolve into something different as we go. But yeah, yeah, I so far like it how it is, and I like the conversation ones because you know we can riff off each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you come up, you say stuff that makes me think of something else. Or vice versa. Yeah. Whereas when I'm sitting by myself, I know there's topics I want to sit, like get to, mm-hmm. and I just I forget. Yeah. And it's harder to. I have a game plan when I'm by myself. You know, like I'm like, okay, these are the things I'm going to talk about, so I yeah. don't get lost. With this, I have no like I do no game plan. I kind of know a few things I want to talk about, mm-hmm. but then we kind of just. Which is good because I had no idea. Yeah, and I like that. I like not cluing the guests. I woke guest up in. today. I got to go to this house. Yeah, and talk. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I hate so. that you've never seen my place, and now you have to see it with it, all the equipment and stuff. Right. But yeah. well, no, yeah, first time for everything. This is essentially cool. it. But <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah. Nice pad. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's cleaner than mine. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have any pets, so <clears throat> I saw you ate up your shoes. Oh man, yeah, they like these shoes. Uh, like I don't know what's wrong with my dog, but he never chewed shoes. Really, never. Like, and he's got chew toys, and he's got these bones that you can get that last forever. Like, and he's a super chewer. He'd go through everything. But I finally found this one that he likes that takes him forever to get through. And uh, the past two or three weeks. He, uh, I woke up one morning and I've got these uh, New Balance water shoes and yeah. it, like just the best like hiking, whatever walking shoes and because uh, you can wear them everywhere. And he, the straps that go to put over your foot, the clip that the strap goes through, he bit them off. Yeah, and then he bit the bottoms off. Well, I finagled them to where I could. I put a hair tie there because I couldn't... He broke the plastic where the clip was. Okay. So I put a hair tie there so I could get the strap through the hair tie, and it just kind of worked. And I'm like, well, I need new water shoes now. Well, New Balance doesn't show, sell water shoes anymore. I don't know why. Or maybe it's just out of season now. But I went to their website, other websites, and uh, couldn't find them. So I found another pair, and I'm like, rock and roll. I got, you know, got my new water shoes, and I had them for a week. And I woke up, and the back straps, the one thing that holds your foot into this stupid shoe, chewed off. Right through, yeah. And he also chewed my shoes that I'm wearing now. The backs of them are ripped apart. I don't know, I had to cut it off. But uh, this is all I have now, because... (laughs) I returned them for an exchange, and I just said they arrived damaged. I didn't want to talk about it, you know. <laughs> they haven't said anything. I haven't said anything. Fair enough. And, I was wondering how you got away with that. And because uh, I know you said you returned them, I was like, how they? How do you pull that one? Off? Yeah, I just said they was damaged, and uh, um, so I got my exchange last Thursday, and I, I work from home. I didn't. I wasn't going anywhere that day. I didn't wear them. I took them out of the packaging and I set them on the table. I put all my shoes on the table, which doesn't work anymore anyway. And uh, 
It's Friday morning. I'm getting ready for work. I get out of the shower, get dressed, and I'm like, I'm going to put on my shoes. Both of them, both back straps, shredded. That's the one part he went for and got bored with him. And then went after my other shoes. And it's been a nightly thing. I wake up and he has at least one of my sandals or shoes. Even though they're on the table. He's just so naughty. I like He's going through this phase. Hmm. And uh, so then, of course, I tried to return those ones. No go? You can't return them more than once. Yeah. Damn. So I got my one exchange... And I never got to wear them. Damn. And, yeah. That's so weird that he just, like, suddenly decided shoes were a uh, Yeah, it, it's like, chew anything else. Right. Like, it, it, you know, and uh, shoes are replaceable, but, dude, it gets expensive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, now <laughs> it's, it's like, like you're going to have to lock them up somewhere. Well, well yeah, at night it's like, well, uh, it's... it. Well, and I uh, started putting my shoes um, out... Of the room, oh, okay. like because we're in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and uh, he he just just out like he can chew a shirt. I don't care, you know, whatever. But for some reason, it doesn't matter where I put him in that room. He finds up and away he gets them. Yeah, so it just it wasn't it wasn't working out. So pets. Yep. But I think I I think I've got it under control, and anytime. I shower now. He goes outside. It's been nice enough. Yeah, for now at least. But yeah, I mean, in the winter, unless he, I guess I'll have to test it out by then. But if he if he hasn't figured it out by winter, then sit in the kennel for ten minutes, bud. Yeah, you know, I, I can't. mean, I'm sure he'll. I mean, hopefully he'll phase out of that. But <clears throat> yeah, because that does get expensive, right? Like I didn't even care when he ripped up the carpet in the extra living room mm-hmm. in the back I was like destroy it like this is gonna be your room anyway right. once I get it together like I don't care I'm like second you start touching my shoes now we're having problems yeah now we're like how long can you breathe underwater you know? <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding like, <laughs> yeah for sure no, no I, it's just frustrating and I don't think I can handle a pet here I need I a bigger it's place a phase really for sure well, hopefully. I guess it would be about terrible twos. He's almost two years old. Yeah, okay. It's just hitting him early. I don't know. But, oh. I bet you can't wait for him to just get old and be that nice, lazy dog that you just want to... I do and I don't. Like, he for keeps sure. me moving. He, like, he's so energetic and, and whatnot. He, could, he can actually get me up so I go outside and play with him. Mm. But at the same time, it would be nice just to, you know, let's sit on the couch and not do anything. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Let's not jump up on everyone that comes in the room. <laughs> <laughs> right. For sure. So, yeah. Time will tell. Life having a dog. For sure. All right, I think uh I think that should be about about it, huh? Rock and roll, man. Uh yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh make sure to go check out Cutthroat. Check out all our pages, whatever. Uh we should hopefully have some recordings coming down the road but hopefully by the end of the year oh yeah and uh make sure to come check us out live at uh craft local yep downtown billings montana montana avenue eight o'clock and anything september 11th september 11th yes 
Anything else you want to plug? We may or may not have an opener. And it, what I want to plug, buy me a beer at the show. Perfect. <laughs> Same here. Please. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Oh, also, you got to be on Lucky Number episode 13. Oh, nice. So yeah. I thought that I wanted to make sure I had a band guy on for 13. That's awesome. So thank you for watching. Don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.